Hello and welcome back to Post Traumatic Revelations. I am your host, Ofra Caraballo. And in today's episode, we are looking at trauma anniversaries. A trauma anniversary is exactly what it sounds like the anniversary of a traumatic event. And a traumatic event is any event that overwhelms your ability to cope, your ability to manage or process what's happening in front of you, what's happening to you. A traumatic event is a horrible, disgusting surprise that you could not have imagined, you could not have planned for. It is just the worst curveball. Absolute surprise couldn't see it coming and it takes away your sense of self your sense of wholeness your sense of safety it takes away your sense of who you are and it makes you question what is my place in space in the world now trauma changes us it changes who we are and how we see ourselves. It changes how we see the world and how we interact with the world. And these changes happen, but they don't have to diminish who we are. We don't have to shrink and become victims at the mercy of our trauma. But the post-traumatic revelation here is that There are ways to grow and gain self-control and noticing and paying attention to trauma anniversaries is a way of doing that. So trauma is always about loss, loss of control over yourself and your environment. It's about the loss of something special, the loss of something precious, the loss of something important. Trauma means wound. And the more important the thing that was lost, the deeper the wound. Whether it's the loss of a grand, the loss of a grandparent, the loss of a loved one, the loss of a job, the loss of a house, the loss of a car. All of these different losses will leave some kind of hole. But depending on the importance placed on the thing that was lost, that's going to determine how deep that hole is, how wide that hole is. But trauma is always about loss, and so it leaves this hole and this feeling of emptiness, this empty space in your life. When and how things were lost can also affect how we behave, act, show up after a trauma. So if we're losing a house because of a foreclosure, that's going to feel different than losing a house in a fire. Or if we lose our car because it was 
an earthquake or a tornado or someone stole the car or if we lose a loved one because of natural causes, old age versus losing a family member to suicide or to war or to the virus. So when we lose someone, how we lose someone, where we lose someone, time and condition, the circumstances around the loss will also shape our attitudes, our mood, our behaviors. At the end of the day, loss is loss. But the how and the when and the who and the where, the meaning that we place on that loss will determine our behavior, whether we are judging ourselves or that we're feeling guilty, whether we give ourselves permission to mourn, whether we give ourselves permission to commemorate, whether we give ourselves permission to make any kind of acknowledgments, any kind of ceremonies, right? When you lose someone matters. It leaves a mark, it leaves an imprint, right? Timing of loss is also part of the formula of circumstances and how a loss happened. So all these different elements of trauma leaves a mark, right? Trauma leaves a mark. It leaves this stamp on us. and the more traumatic the loss, the deeper the wound and the deeper the impression, like a tattoo or a branding iron. Traumas leave their mark on us. And while we cannot always see the mark, the body knows. Our bodies have this uncanny ability to sound an alarm around the same time every year, sounding the alarm of our trauma anniversaries. Bessel van der Kolk is a teacher, an author, a psychiatrist, all around amazing person. I consider him the godfather of trauma and recovery, but he wrote this book in 2013 called The Body Keeps the Score. And it is an amazing source of information. If you're interested in just really reading and understanding all the different ways that our bodies hold our trauma history, our information. Um, and I don't want to go into my soapbox, but 
I digress. All right, so trauma anniversaries. Even if you can't consciously remember the exact date of your traumatic event, your body remembers. And approximately two weeks before the anniversary, you can start feeling emotionally and psychologically off. There can be this just uneasiness, this irritability, this crankiness, this sadness, this overreaction time of like anger outburst and maybe just this numbing out and this withdrawing. I've had many clients tell me that everything was going just fine. Everything was perfect. They were finally feeling stable and in control of their life. They were able to communicate. They were getting along with coworkers and getting along with their spouses and life was finally back on track. And then suddenly, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, they're feeling like they're exactly where they started. They're feeling like they've completely forgotten their coping skills. They're reacting without thinking. They're saying that it it's like someone just kind of yanked the rug out from under them and they don't really understand what happened. And when I hear these stories of just unexplained extremes in mood and behavior, I usually ask, hey, any chance you're around your trauma anniversary? Is there any chance that this is around that time of year that your mom passed away or that your daughter passed away? Or is this around the time of the accident? Or is this around the time of that deployment? And sure enough, nine times out of 10, I'll hear some version of, holy crap. I didn't even realize it was that time of year. Yeah. And they didn't even think about it was anniversary time. It's not a conscious thing, but the body remembers everything. The body remembers your first kiss. It remembers your worst kiss. It remembers your first date. Your body remembers, for better or for worse, every single thing you have ever been through is imprinted on your body. Cellular memory. And even though our cells rotate, trade out, die off, they pass on information to the incoming cells. And so we are a walking database of everything that we have ever gone through. And there is no delete button. There's no delete button. The body remembers everything. Every single experience you've ever had is imprinted on you for better or for worse. So the idea behind this episode 
is to consciously acknowledge your trauma anniversaries. The body is going to remember anyway. And if you don't get ahead of it, if you don't get ahead of unresolved trauma, it can disrupt your life, your work, your relationships. So this is not a new idea. The idea of commemorating loss is as old as humankind. Think about it. We have the 4th of July. We have 9-11, which has become Patriot's Day. We have Halloween, which was born out of the call to commemorate fallen saints. We have a more recently established Juneteenth to commemorate the traumas of slavery. We have President's Day. We have Martin Luther King's Day. And these are all conscious acknowledgments of significant loss. Conscious acknowledgments of traumas that have been survived and need to be commemorated. Right? And so our personal traumas, our personal losses are no less important. So I want you to think about the nation of you, the kingdom of you. And surely you deserve a minute, an hour, a day of conscious acknowledgement of what you have lost as a nation we have given and received permission to close banks, stay home from work, to commemorate, to honor what was lost, to celebrate what we have survived. And so, while as a nation we have come up with these different forms of respect and commemoration and acknowledgement, to honor various losses. I want to invite you to give yourself permission to consciously honor what was lost in your life. I invite you to actively engage in some kind of conscious anniversary commemoration for your traumatic losses. And it doesn't have to be extravagant. It can be personal and as simple as taking a long bath and having a glass of wine or having tea and just remembering and consciously reclaiming your mind, your body, your spirit. So it doesn't have to be this big announcement, this big extravagant to do, but something, something that's intentional, ideally about a month or so before your trauma anniversary, start planning a commemorative activity 
Maybe it's dinner. Maybe it's lunch. Maybe it's a camping trip. Maybe it's a long drive or maybe it's a fundraiser in the honor of someone who was lost or Maybe you meet with people who are also affected by the trauma, or I know several veterans who will just plan motorcycle drives to just drive in commemoration in the memory of a lost comrade or have a beer in their honor. So it doesn't have to be huge, but that there is a conscious acknowledgement that you're giving conscious attention to the trauma, whether that's going to a cemetery or planning a party or planning a dinner or it doesn't, anything, whatever the trauma means to you, do something around the anniversary time to kind of reclaim yourself, your sense of self, your sense of honor and respect. Something that tells your body, hey, I remember what happened. I remember that crappy thing. I remember that horrific thing. And I'm no longer in danger. I remember the terrible, horrible surprise, and I'm no longer helpless. I'm no longer powerless. So a trauma anniversary commemoration activity is a conscious reclaiming of your personal power, a conscious reclaiming of that time and space, right? It is a conscious reclaiming of the moment reclaiming of your personal power. A trauma anniversary is a period of time that comes around every single year. And you can actively, consciously engage in this time or be disrupted by it or be derailed by it. Trauma anniversaries don't have to sneak up on you and sabotage your progress, disrupt your life disrupt your work and your relationships, but it does require your conscious permission. It requires your attention and your permission to turn post-traumatic stress disorder into post-traumatic stress order. It requires your attention and your permission to turn anxiety and depression disorder into anxiety and depression order that you consciously take control of your mind and your body in this time and space, reclaiming it, remembering, commemorating what was lost, honoring what was lost, and celebrating that you've survived and that you are turning crap into fertilizer and growing something new. So I want to invite you to take note of your trauma anniversaries, write them out, list them, and then set a reminder about three or four weeks beforehand and start planning something to do to get ahead of the body's alarm system. You don't need to know the exact date. 
there's usually some kind of window of time. The body will start getting irritable and agitated. There's usually some kind of window of time. And as you give yourself permission to do this remembering, you might even start noticing some patterns of behavior that you do certain things or get antsy or just do these unexplained weird things around the same time of year. And that could be an indication of your anniversary time frame. And so paying attention to that certain times of year are just not as comfortable, right? And it's not about changing what happened to you. It's about consciously taking control of your body in the present so that it's not subconsciously dragged back to the past. Sometimes we can find ourselves doing and saying things that have no place, make no sense, except in the context of our trauma or our trauma anniversary. I have many clients who become extremely restless around the same time of year, needing to move, needing to relocate, needing to change their job, want to spend huge amounts of money, feeling extra irritated or agitated with their partners and forcing fights and breakups. But these extreme behaviors that can cause serious damage over about a six-week period, right? There's like about two weeks before the trauma anniversary, this irritable agitation and then explosion around the trauma anniversary and then the decline right, of holy crap, what just happened, it happens for about two weeks after, and then they're back to their new normal of, I'm not sure where that happened, where that came from. And so the idea of getting ahead of a trauma anniversary is we don't have to go through the chaotic dysregulation of the body's trauma response, that we are consciously proactive in control, knowing this is around the time this trauma happened, this is what I'm gonna do to reclaim my power, and you've just saved hundreds, maybe thousands of dollars, you've just saved the relationship, you've just saved your job, you've just saved the money that you would have used moving to yet another place every year, and so, Consciously commemorating trauma anniversaries can save time, can save money, can save relationships. And it brings with it this sense of self-control and peace of mind. So consciously look an intentional acknowledgement, acknowledging your trauma anniversaries. It can add this level of self-control and this level of peace along your healing journey. Thank you again for your time, attention, and permission. I wish you love, hope, and healing. And until next time, be well.